Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple Cog. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, and Anchor Podcasts. Thank you for listening to our Faith Temple, NVPOG, broadcast. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just type Faith Temple, NVCOG in the search. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get started. It is now 7 p.m. We give God all the glory and all the praise. I know that everybody had a, I hope everybody had a blessed uh, Sunday and a 4th of July. Amen. Enjoy the families. Uh, and, uh, and God will get all the glory and all the praise. Now that we have done all that, now we have to shift gears and get ready for the convocation this Friday. Uh, leaving out Friday and Saturday and Sunday, we're coming back. Amen. Uh, just to remind everybody, we do have uh, communi communion on Sunday. So please wear your uh, attire, your communion Sunday attire, so that we'll be uh, receiving the communion on that Sunday. Also, uh, we are, don't forget that we are fasting these three days uh, to be uh, consecrate ourselves uh, for the uh, Holy Convocation, the Apostle wanted us to be uh, consecrated when we come to, uh, uh, to, to, in, well, to invite the Holy Spirit to have its way. Uh, he just wants, just like they did in the Old Testament, to consecrate themselves bef before they came to, the, uh, uh, to meet God. Amen. So that's what we are doing. Uh, I just hope we are. Uh, just get our minds and bodies and soul and everything ready because you know the NAFCOG motto is not by might, not by no by power, but by our but by his spirit. Amen. So that's what we are uh, in line to. Amen. If there's any problems with the convocation, please let us know as soon as possible. Amen. So that we can take appropriate actions or we can try to resolve any issues that's coming up. Amen. We, again, we truly thank God, amen, for all he's done. Saints, if you know the theme for this year uh, from Apostle Grant is the unction came out of 1 John, the second chapter, verse 20. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. That's 1 John, chapter 2, verse 20. Amen. That is the theme, the unction for you have unction from the Holy One. And we have been studying sanctification, amen, progressive sanctification, how uh, the Holy Spirit will uh, encourage us, lead and guide us, and teach us, uh, and bring us to all truth in the Word of God and in God. Because the Spirit knoweth God, the deep things of God, searches the deep things of God, and it will, we have learned, pray for us, it will, in a seed for us it will uh, teach us the word it will just comfort us amen it's a uh, it's like the we got blood running through our veins to keep us alive 
the same is the Holy Spirit running through us, amen, our spirit to keep it alive. The dwelling of the Holy Spirit inside of us keeps us uh, alive, amen. So uh, that we're going to be talking about quench not the spirit, uh, and we're going to talk about that and uh, uh, how uh, the spirit is there for us, amen. Uh, we're going to ask Elder Wright to lead us in prayer, amen, then we're going to go ahead and open up Bible study. Yes, Father God in heaven, thank you. We bless you. And once again, be mad yes. for another day that you have given us, Father. God, we ask you to open up our hearts and minds to receive your word, God, and receive your teaching. Not just to be in our mind, God, but in our hearts that we will do what you have called us to do. God, I ask you right yes, now. Telling my voice, Father, touch and heal, deliver their bodies right now, Father. Strengthen them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for their family members, oh God, that they will be saved, oh God, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. God, pray right now, God, that you prepare us to go down to Norfolk on this weekend, Father, that you will be glorified, Father, in Jesus' name. Yes. We praise you right now, God. I come against every car trouble, everything financial issue, God, that's going on right now, God. I come against it, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. You will have your way, Father. We are going there, oh God, to help your people, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we are going there to receive from you, Father. God, we are going there to be strong, oh God, and guide and do what you have called us to do, Father. So I ask you right now, God, in Jesus' name, that it be counted done. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. One other thing I want to remind everybody. The program is scheduled for 30-minute prayer before the service starts. So if the service starts at 7 o'clock on uh, Saturday night, we will be in prayer at 6.30. Amen. So come there seeking God. And you know that when we're going to prayer, that's everybody's down praying. Amen. Amen. So when you come, go and plan your time around being there at 630 and 1030 on Sunday morning. Amen. So I uh, hope you're ready. Amen. And for all y'all to know, you be ready for it to lead and be led in prayer. Praise God. Amen. As we've been studying, topic of the day is quench not the spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, I'm going to start off with uh, uh, just some random question, amen, and then and somebody, somebody can lead, guide, get the answer, any, anybody, uh, why do we need the Holy Spirit? Anybody? <laughs> I will answer that. Um, when we get to the point where John, John, I have an answer. Go ahead, John. Okay. I believe, in my opinion, we need the Holy Spirit because it gives us um, power. There's a lot of things we can do on our own, but we come up short. And But when we get the Holy Spirit, he fills us with power to do that with what we cannot do. Okay. Praise God. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. So the, we all agree that we it is essential that we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Uh, it is a vital part of our salvation. When we say quench not the spirit, uh, what are some of the things that it would relate to the Holy Spirit as fire? And that's what in our lesson talks about the fire. If we putting out the fire, what things do we use in natural things to put out the fire? I gotta just move on. Yeah, natural things to put out a fire. Water. You water it down. You douse it with water. You can use dirt. You smother it. And I'm using those two topics because that was in our lesson. Water, as we drown it out, you drown out the fire and you throw a heap of dirt on fire and it smothers the fire. So what I'm trying to say is the worldly things can put out the fire. Uh, we have to have the Holy Spirit, as Mother Nan said, to lead and guide us. As uh, Brother Jonathan said, we needed to teach us and, and keep us and show us which way to go and so we can be obedient to God. But when we start letting things of the world dance uh, uh, or drown out or smother the Holy Spirit, or that is a sense that we are drawing away from God. At the same time, we are, what, putting out the fire that's in us. Amen? Y'all understand what I'm saying? I want you to get that train of mind. The, the world is what puts the fire out. Things of the world, the cares of the world, slowly drains us, and it causes us to deviate or draw away or fall away from a relationship with God. Uh, elder, elder, somebody get the scripture where it says that the anointing destroys the yoke. Because we're talking about the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to read the scripture in Isaiah on our thing. It says, but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to be their enemy and he fought against them. When things cause us to get away from God, we become what? We come, we, we pick up that spirit of the Antichrist. Antichrist is what? Against Christ. It's a simple word, anti-Christ. So anytime that we have um, picked up the spirit of the Antichrist, we are enemies toward God. The Holy Spirit is what keeps us in line with God and causes us to not do the things that we want to do in the world. Amen. Anybody have that scripture about the anointing, the sure of the yoke? I have. I'll make sure I handle it. Um, I think this is my Isaiah in verse 27. It says, Come to pass that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and his yoke shall be destroyed because of the shadow. What was the chapter again, Alvin? Um, this one was uh, Isaiah um, 10 and 27. Isaiah 10 and 27, everyone. <laughs> Pastor, I have And it Isaiah shall come to pass. In that day, in that, day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy neck, shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed 
because of the anointing. When we say when the when the bird of God said we have an unction from the Holy One, we had the unction stands for anointing. So it's the Holy Spirit's anointing from God that we have. We have a special anointing from God. That anything that comes up against us, the anointing destroys that. We have the cardinal world around our necks before we came to salvation, before we came to Christ. It is the anointing from God that destroys that yoke that we put around our necks. Paul tells us in the Corinthians that the flesh wars against the, the, uh, the spirit. It's the anointing that gives us the power to overcome those things. Because it's the, the anointing from the Holy Spirit that gives us to brings us to remembrance about uh, casting down imaginations and everything high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is the anoint that is the job of the Holy Ghost to combat those thoughts that we have, those actions that we have, the, that's cardinal. And against the word of God. So I want you to understand that the anointing is special. It's everybody should be seeking the anointing of the Holy Ghost. God has given it to us. God wants us to have it and equips us to fight the battles. But we sometimes, as as humans on this earth, get cardinal or fall back in the cardinal way of thinking. And when we do that, we go against what God has installed for our lives. And that's why the flesh wars against the spirit. Why do we eat ice cream in the abundance? I'm just using that for an example. You might not like ice cream, but why do we eat ice cream in abundance? Because the flesh wants it. Why do we continue to eat when we are full? Because the flesh wants it. Why is it hard to fast on Tuesday? Because the flesh wars against it. What overcomes that flesh? The anointing of the Holy Ghost. It is the one that can that ministers to your spirit, that causes you to remember that you that you're doing a, in a relationship with God, and it destroys those thoughts, brings those thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. What I'm saying to you is all in the Word of God. I'm not deep, I'm trying to get y'all to understand. We have a special anointing from God, and we can't quench that spirit of God that God has given us. All right, so let me let me. I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to get through this because I I just want y'all to be ready on ready to combat this the cardinal world uh, when we are out there, so that we can stay in line with what the world say. Uh, with, with, with the word of God says, excuse me. <laughs> in Acts, the fifth chapter, in third verse, Peter, but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land? Now, all the, uh, the people were selling their property and bringing the money and giving it to the church. Ananias and his wife sold the property brought the money to peter to give anything peter asked him is this what is this the price and anas turned around and said yes this is the price 
and he gave it in. Peter said, why do you lie to, to God when you know that you sold the land for more than what you're bringing here? Do you see how easy it is to go against God? Of course, we have the grace of God where we don't drop dead because we lie, like Ananias and his wife, but it's so borderline to, 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 to righteousness and unrighteousness, to holiness and unholiness, that the littlest thing can cause us to, to, to quench or, or go against the Spirit of God. And it was Ananias' land. He could have said, no, I, I want to give you this amount. And I'm going to keep the rest. But he, we don't, we, he didn't. He lied and said, yes, this is how much it costs. So this is what I'm giving. So he lied to God. How many times are we unconsciously doing things that, that we know is right, but we do the wrong thing? We're going against the spirit of God because it tells us, don't do that. Okay, here goes go when the, the, the lot of, the lot of the saints fall up on. Uh, it says, uh, resist the very appearance of evil. <laughs> What's evil in my eyes, not in in your eyes, but somebody else can be looking at you and doing what? And you're doing something totally against what they see is the word of God. Are you wrong? Or are they wrong? Anybody? Who's wrong? one that's, that's doing something that appears uh, the appearance is not of God. Mother Nan said the one that is doing something that appears evil or wrong to that person that observes it. Everybody agree with that? Everybody agree with that? Yes. So now, that puts a whole new plan for you, doesn't it? Because now you have to make sure you line up with the word of God the unadulterated word of God in any circumstances. I remember the time when I went to a funeral and when I was going to the church, uh, they were standing outside smoking cigarettes. Now, I know y'all don't say anything about it, but I said don't destroy the body. In my first impression to the church, what would y'all have said? They're smoking out in front on the, on the step to go in the double doors to go into the sanctuary. They were outside smoking cigarettes. And I've even seen them uh, right after service pull their beard out and do everything right in the church parking lot. Uh, uh, so are they wrong because that's what they believe? Or is that because of the, the appearance of evil is hindering me? You see what I'm saying to y'all? Yes. I'm trying to get you to understand. Every action we take as bona fide, born again Christians, sanctified believers, reflects and act, puts an appearance on somebody else that's watching. It affects them. So that's why it's so important that the Holy Spirit lead and guide you to all truth. Whatever actions you're doing that's going contrary to the word of God, 
even though you ain't, I, I just want to do this. But your con your actions is causing somebody else to stumble, and you're putting their stumbling block in front of them. Well, then somebody will say, "Well, they're not supposed to be judging me." They're not judging you. They're seeing that you say that you are holy, you are sanctified, you are Holy Ghost filled and fire baptized. But here it is that you're doing this in their eyesight. So. You don't go against the word of God. Because God says, shun even the appearance of evil. And the only thing that can keep you in line with the word of God is the Holy Spirit. It is the one that destroys the yokes. The spirit, the anointing destroys the yokes. You won't be caught up in the flesh. Because you won't be led by the spirit. Amen. Amen. And we led by the Spirit, we'll start denying the actions of the flesh. Amen. I'm going to read this right here. I'm a snapshot view of the lesson. Mother Smith, you want to read that snapshot view of the lesson? Yes. God's Spirit was imparted through the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The saints are charged to keep the flame flames of God's spirit burning intensely on the altar of their souls. However, actions contrary to the will and commandments of God can and will snuff out the fire of the spirit, resulting in a mere form of godliness and ultimately rejecting the power of God. Let's examine this action task and see how we can prevent this travesty. Amen. What is the form of godliness, saints? For the for the new babes in Christ, tell me what the the form of godliness is. Well, I think sometimes that can be uh, talking again that you don't live. So your words are there, but your actions are not. So, like you said, if you're saying you're saved, if you're saying you've been born again then we are being sanctified progressively as that lesson is talking about to become more and more like Jesus. So if we're acting contrary to the word of God, then that's a form of godliness in the sense that the profession is there, but the performance is not. Amen. So, no, the form of godliness? Just showing love. Showing love. Uh, well, we love is God, so that's um, not. A, if we if we showing love, then we. No, but it's saying the form of godliness. I, I, I the form to, uh, you have the appearance of godliness, but you're not godly. You have a form of godliness. Can I say something? You're not. You're not what you say you are. Okay. Can I say something? Yes. Can I say something? It's just like the example that you just gave about people in church. That's a form of godliness, and then coming right out of church, lighting up the cigarette, can of beer. You have a form of godliness in church. As soon as you step out of the church, you're not not producing the fruits of godliness. 
Yeah, and I, and I just wanted to jump in and say, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to jump in and say, um, it's like a double standard uh, when you are saying that you are doing one thing around certain people, but then when you're away from them, you act in a totally different way, trying to, um, I guess I don't want to say play a game, but trying to be one way around certain people or one way around doing doing things then when you're away from them you're doing everything else but the appearance is looking like you are doing it the parents of like say i walk into a hospital and i'm dressed up like a doctor but i have no clue how to do surgery but i look like a doctor i walk like a doctor i even maybe say some big words that make me sound like a doctor but if they put me into the operating room i would be Lost and that person will be in trouble. So it's like when you put on a persona trying to prove that you are something that you are not, just to make other people think that you are um, something else. About that, right? Basically, I was thinking about the scripture that's in the book of Acts let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Sometimes we can say words out of our mouth, but our hearts are far from it. Um, from being sincere so a lot so it's, it's no so basically like you can have a form of godliness but if it's not in your heart it's just a form it has to it has to be a conversion amen you have to have a conversion praise god amen <laughs> like that. you must be born again that's what the bible says you must be born again amen so we can have a form of godliness all around us and not be had no Holy Spirit in us, nothing to guide and lead us, and guide us to all truth. We had to go to church. We do this everything in the church. We can sing the songs. We can uh, do the dance. We can do the shout. We know when to get up. We know when to sit down. We know to bow our heads. We know to, uh, whatever the church need to do. We have seen enough church. We know what the church is going to do inside the building. Amen. But it's the Spirit of God that separates the, the doers. From the hearers, Amen. And so, as 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 doers of the word, we have to get to the point where we are led and guided by the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to get this thing, y'all. I just don't understand. <laughs> Amen. Y'all just bear. I'm trying to work two things so it won't have to echo. We have to let the Holy Spirit is so essential and so the key instrument to guide us from uh, going into the worldly ways or the cardinal way of acting. Uh, how many, I know y'all, if I ask that question, many of y'all say, yes, I've seen church people cussing and, and fighting and they're doing all that. Why? Because they are still cardinal and not being baptized in the Holy Spirit. That is what separates the, the sanctified believer from the, the unsaved or the ungodly. We have to be filled with the baptized in the Holy Spirit. Remember, it's the unction from the Holy One, the anointing from the Holy One. The anointing comes through the Holy Spirit. Amen. What separated light? I mean, not light, but the uh, 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 Aaron uh, from all the rest of the tribes. The anointing. Why were they selected to be the high priests? God selected them, but what did they have separated them from the, all the rest of the Israelites? 
they had a special anointing. They had five uh, oils that God said you got to anoint them with these special oils and mix them all together. And this is what I want you to uh, anoint Aaron and his sons and the tribe of the Levites. They had a special anointing. And I looked at that fivefold ministry. Amen. They, 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 that anointing separated them from everybody else. What separates us is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that's what's going to keep us from doing the things that the world does. And that's what's going to keep us in line with the world. Remember I said you can throw water on the Holy Spirit to douse out the fire. You can throw dirt on the Holy Spirit to smother the fire. Some things of the world will put out the fire. The things of the world that we get comfortable with is slowly smothering the fire of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So when uh, I read that about Ananias, he did uh, just a casual thing. Yeah, okay. But it cost him consequences. Him and his wife died. Amen. Uh, and in Acts also, he said, Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in the heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did, so do you. And that's in Acts 7 and 51. What are they doing? They, they, they want everything, but they don't want to give up anything. You understand? You ever been to a child, a child wanted uh, 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 this candy bar. But you say, right, you give me that candy bar and I give you this. Well, the, the child is, is, is torn between these two things. They want that and they want this. Well, the thing is, you're in the same position as a child. You want God, but you don't want to give up that. And God says, I'm not going to be uh, in competition with anything of the world. The world is enmity to God. You understand? So to break that yoke, you have to have the anointing from God. And the anointing comes through the Holy Spirit. It is the one that's going to lead and guide you to all truth. It destroys the yoke. Anything of the world, when I was drinking in the world before I was saved, it was the anointing that destroyed and took that desire from me from drinking. The same thing in smoking and anything else. If you're really seeking God, you have to give up things because it says what? You can get anything. You, this is the temple of God. I am the church God's coming back for. Not the church building. I am the church that God's coming back for. So if I do anything to destroy this temple, I'm doing what? Disobedient to the word of God. It's this being disobedient to the word of God. That's why I got to line up with the word of God. In every aspect of the word of God. It's infallible. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, a closer look at the lesson. Now, priesthood was instituted and restricted to the family of Aaron, his sons, and succeeding generations. Their duty was to minister solely to the Lord in the priest's office, Exodus 28 and 1. They had to be sanctified by Moses, which was a ceremonial cleansing and dedication to God, thus preparing them to be sanctified by the Lord for the holy office, Leviticus 21 and 8. The office was so restricted and exclusive that any descendants of Aaron having any physical defect or blemish, they were grounds for their disqualifications. Leviticus 21, 16 
through 24. Among their many duties was keeping the perpetual lamp burning. God gave special instructions for the lamp to burn continually, giving light to the sanctuary and allowing the priests to minister as needed. In Exodus 27, verse, verses 20 and 21, Leviticus 24, 1 to 4, the children of Israel were responsible to bring beaten olive oil for this express purpose. Now, I want you to look at something I want to add. In Leviticus, they said that if anybody in the tribe of the Levites had any physical defects, this is how important it was to God that you be unanointed. Any physical defects, they were what? Unqualified to do the work God called them to do. Because they they were born with a defect or, or anything, God said, no, nah, you can't use them. That's how in, in, more emphasis God is trying to tell us the importance of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God is in our lives. Amen. Now, another thing. We, they're responsible, the Levites were to keep the fire burning. If they were to keep the fire burning, they couldn't let the fire go out. So if they ran out of oil, they had to put, refinish the oil to keep the, the fire burning. It was the job, job of the Israelites to make sure they had plenty of oil. But the Levites, the anointed of God, must keep the fire burning. Keep that anointing fire flame. It is our job. Our job now just to keep the fire burning in this dying world we have to be the light to this world that's dying anything subject or less than that we just seen that they had any physical defects god said they weren't qualified the same thing is that god is not changing anything he's not lowering his standards we have to come up to his standards and we have to come up to his standards through the holy spirit it's we have to have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us to give us the, to give us the right uh, and the privilege to go before God and to do God's work. Amen. Amen. All right. Anything the fingers wrong? Anything that uh, physically you have to look at it on uh, having any physical defect or blemish. Uh, Apostle Peter declared to redeem the Lord our chosen generation a royal preschool a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praise of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light in 1st Peter 2 and 8 it is in the same spirit of the Old Testament priest the saints of the lamp of God's spirit continually burning as priests we minister to God from the sanctuary of our hearts, from the sanctuary of our hearts, not the men, not the pastor, not the elders, not the mothers, not the fathers, not the but the the saved, the uh, the, the, the 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 we are the ones that gotta minister and keep these things lined. Every in born again believer must do these meet these standards. As priests, we minister to God from the sanctuary of our hearts. What did Christ say? It's not what goes in you that defiles a man. It is what comes out of you that defiles the man. So if your heart is right on Christ, then you can't, I'm not worried about what you put in your body, but your heart 
what your heart is. That's where you you're going your loyalty is. If your heart is on God, then you're going to be loyal to God. If your heart is into the world, you're going to be loyal to the world. What the scripture say? You cannot serve two masters. You're going to either hate the one and love the other. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Must be accepted by God and seen by all we come in contact. This, the, the born again relationship, the anointing in us, the light in us must be what? Must be shown to everybody we come in contact with. We can't have a form of godliness because then you're not what you say you are. People need deliverance. We are the ones that are anointed to deliver them. Just like the Levites were anointed when they came to the Israelites, came to them once a year and said, this is my sin. And they confessed their faults and they confessed their sins. It was the job of Aaron's tribe, the Levites, to take that and say yes and put it on a goat and send the goat on the way. It is our job as born again believers, sanctified believers, to, to, to see that they're hurting, to pray, and, 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 and let them confess Jesus Christ, tell them about the Romans law, to walk them step by step down the, down the Romans highway, and show them that they're with the error of their ways. It is, that's what our anointing is for. And if God anoints us to have a special gift, then we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's the anointing that destroys any yoke of the enemy. The yoke of the enemy is anything that causes us to deviate from God. It is that anointing that keeps us in line. It's the anointing that's in us right now that's driving us in it, that has us excited to come together at the convocation. It's the anointing that, that, that drives us to say, I, I got to be there because I don't want, I want to be where God wants me to be. Amen. All right. Next paragraph, Elder. We are baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. God is a consuming fire, enlightening, refreshing, and energizing the souls of his people. We must be careful not to quench his holy fire. As fire is put out by overdrawing, withdrawing fuel, so we strike the spirit if we not stir everything within and follow the move of the spirit. As fire is extinguished by pouring water, so we must be careful not to douse the spirit by engaging in activities not pleasing to God. As fire is smothered by putting the, a great quantity of dirt upon it, so we must be careful not to suppress the spirit by allowing self to be promoted. Amen. Can you see how we so thinking easily put out the spirit we want to be exalted we want to be seen we like the things of the world we do the things of the world when we're doing those actions the spirit is being what smothered the spirit is being the fire is being put out god gets all the glory remember we pray to the father because he is in charge of everything we pray to the father he knows everything. He sees everything. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's God. So he knows when we are faking it 
and trying to make it. It is the anointing that we have that we have no excuses now to follow God. Because the Holy Spirit will tell you what's right and the Holy Spirit will tell you what's wrong. It's no getting around that. That's why we that phrase that we used to use that you can't lose with the stuff God gave us to use. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross, to be the sacrificial lamb for all our all of humanity's sins. Then he turned around and gave us his spirit. Amen. To dwell on the inside of us. To lead and guide us to all truth. The spirit of God is what gives us and reminds us what the scriptures say. It's the spirit of God that old James said you got to be a doer and not a just a hearer. It's the spirit of God that teaches us what the scripture says. Everything lines up because we can understand because of the Holy Spirit. I know I told y'all this one time on sidebar here uh, that I, I would I couldn't understand the King James Version. I can read these dies and days and news and, and thou shalt not this and that. I couldn't even understand all that. I got lost up in that. But once I got baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, it was just like, like a regular book. It became, things became plain to me. I tell people today, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And then when I get down there and I say, well, the, the word became flesh, they, they, they lost. How? That, oh, there you go. And dwelt among us. Then that don't make sense to anybody. But when you got the Holy Spirit and you understand what is happening, you understand that God is God. God's word became flesh because God had ordained it to be flesh. And we know that that word became flesh because it was Jesus Christ. And dwelt among us. But when people, when I first read it, I didn't know, had no clue or understanding anything about this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. Okay, and all things were made by him. That was it, that was made. Now, okay, okay, God is God, okay, whatever say. But once you get the Holy Spirit, it opens the scriptures up to you. What did John and John says that you have the mysteries, you have the promises. He opens up the mysteries of God, the mysteries of the scripture. You have that because of the anointing of God gives it to you. He gives it to you in abundance that you need no man teach you if you list seek God. What the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things be added unto you. Why do we seek riches? Why do we seek all the things of the world? Why don't we just seek God and all these things will be added unto us? But your mind and your heart got to be on God. The anointing is what destroys the yokes. It said, didn't say it's destroyed already. The yoke is destroyed, saints. We have no excuse why we, we keep doing the things we do. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. I'm a, uh, the, the importance of the Holy Spirit, I think I told, I told you that it's just, it's the lifeblood of the Christian. It's the lifeblood, just as your blood runs through your veins, the Holy Spirit 
is the lifeblood for the Christian. It runs through our spirit. It would it gives life to us. It gives life to all the born again Christians. And it's so it's, it's needed in our daily lives. How do you recognize the anti-Christ spirit? Because the Holy Spirit is going to let you recognize. Or when you fall or deceive because of some things, actions, it's the Holy Spirit that gives you the knowledge. It gives you the understanding. It causes you to line up with what the Word of God says. How do I, the word says, I got to love my enemies. Well, how do you love your enemies? It's because of the Holy Spirit will teach you and show you how to love your enemies. Pray for them, the rightfully the Spirit. How do you pray for them that's just rightfully using you? It's through the Holy Spirit. How do I pray for my brothers and sisters? I don't even know. It's through what? The Holy Spirit causes me to intercede for them. Amen. It says, I didn't, and Paul wrote in there, said, you don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit will pray for you. The importance of the Holy Spirit in every aspect of our born-again believers, you got to have it to know how to pray, to know what to pray for, to intercede for somebody you don't even know. It's because of the Holy Spirit. You have to have the Holy Spirit. Amen. You got to be seeking the Holy Spirit. It's the unction of the Holy One. You have it, saints. You have. It. You cannot let anyone tell you you don't have it, and it should be manifested in your life because of the things you had down withdrawn from the world, and you're no longer cardinal mind. Cardinal mind that means that you're thinking more like a world than you are spiritual. That's all it is. And you, you, you think you're more concerned about being uh, uh yourself being gratified then 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 god getting the glory um you just seen preachers i just heard i read this came across my end i don't know when it happened but creflo meant the pastor creflo dollar now has a new new doctrine you don't have to tithe anymore because that was a false teaching he said he did so he had a misunderstanding of the scriptures so people don't have to tithe because that's the Old Testament thing. Well, if I look in the Old Testament, I believe Jesus talked about tithing in the Old Testament. So we got a, a how all of a sudden he done switched over this. You got to have the Holy Spirit so you can discern what is right and what is wrong. Just like the bishop came uh, on and came all of a sudden to Carlton Pearson said, now you, 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 you everybody say, you, you got to do all that. Where do you get that from? Well, I got a revelation in my mind. Well, it's going against what the word of God said. The word of God said you got to be saved. You got to be born again. You got to come through the door. You, if you fall away, you backslide, you got to be, be reconciled. He gave us the spirit of a uh, reconciliation in our spirit to reconcile people. So once saved, always saved, that kind of throws it on out the door because the people backslid. And the Bible says it's going to be a great falling away in the future's coming. So all of this, how is a great falling away if once saved, always saved? See, you got to let the Spirit of God give you instructions. Amen? I, I, I'm not professing that I know everything. 
but I know the Holy Spirit knows everything. And I'm going to listen to what the Holy Spirit is giving me. And when the Holy Spirit gives me something, I go to the Word of God to make sure it's in line with the Word of God. Because we can get ideas in our heads. And we think it's right. It sounds right. It looks right. Oh, man. And then you go to the Word of God and it says something different. Then you have to squash that and go with what the Word of God says. It is so key and important that the Holy Spirit... We have the unction from the Holy One, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We have that to lead and guide us to all truth. It's the spirit of truth. He will guide you. And I hope you're getting an understanding of this. As we're in this three-day fast for convocation to sanctify and consecrate our bodies and, 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 and make sure our spirits are in line with the Word of God. We got to, because people need our help. People are walking around fear, walking in fear, and canceling out their faith and don't even know it. It's going to take us, the, the saints of God, the true believers, the sanctified believers, the, the filled with the Holy Ghost, to, to say, no, we got to stand and watch the salvation. Watch on what God is doing. And, and don't deter. Uh, one scripture says, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to rush because I, I want to get to my brother Herb uh, uh, and give him some, add a lot of time. But we got to listen to what God is saying to us. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that separates us from the world. We don't need a form of godliness. We need godliness. We need holiness. We need righteousness. Not our righteousness but Jesus' righteousness, evident in our daily lives. Evident in our daily lives. Everything that we do, we should be showing, giving God some glory. Sometimes you just got to be quiet and let God get the glory. You ain't got to say nothing, you ain't got to do nothing, and God will get the glory. You can just sit over there and pray, and, and God turning things around, and God fixing situations. All we got to do is give God the glory and just know that God is God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to look at this, the, the, the thing that put the fire. I wanna, I'm going to put that up on the screen and, uh, and I'm going to try to finish it up. In, we might go over a little over, Elder. Uh, I know we, we have unlimited time. So uh, causes that will put out the fire. Satan is the arch enemy of God. Therefore, anyone professing salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ is his target. In other words, you got a target on your back. The adversary of the saints is actively engaged in a seek and destroy campaign looking for anyone not spiritually alert. Watchmen got to be on the tower. You got to be praying. Remember we studied over there? Pray without ceasing. You're watching and praying. You can't be sleep on duty. As in the military, we, you go to duty, you, you, you're supposed to be alert. The whole, whole time you're on your post. This is the same thing now. We have to be alert. Spiritually alert. The master of disguise transforms himself into an angel of light. To catch the unsuspecting, unaware. 2 Corinthians 11 14. The people of God are warned to properly clothe themselves 
for battle because the devil used the art of deception to capture and defeat all who oppose Ephesians 6 and 11. It, is it any wonder why Jesus told us to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves? We got to be uh, spiritually alert at everything that's going on around us because there is a war going on. We don't see it, and it's kind of sometimes out of sight, out of mind. There's a war going on. Look what Paul said about the flesh. Paul warned the church of Galatia that the flesh and the spirit are in constant conflict with each other and, and gave a detailed list identifying the works of the flesh that would snuff out the spirit. Y'all have heard me talk about them over there in Philipp Galatians, the fifth chapter. The, 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 the fruits of the spirit and their works of the flesh, they're all there. And you, it's easy for you to identify them. It's plain as day. I won't take the time to read them, but uh, go there and look at them. And you'll be surprised. The many things there, and, and if any of these are working in your, in your life, then you work then you work while following the flesh and not the spirit worldliness timothy was advised against falling prey to the cares of the world <laughs> that's one that gets all of us in. I, I i i struggle with this because they think how, how i'm going to get this done and how i'm going to get that done I, I need to do this and i need to do that well you got to put everything in perspective if i die tomorrow it's going to have to go on. It's not in the world. is not going to cease if I die tomorrow. So I got to make sure I'm in line with God's word. I'm in line with what the master God would have me to do and not the cares of the world. Put God first and then God will make time for things to get done. Put God first and God will make time for you to do this and for you to do that. Praise God. Influence. Other than witnessing about saving grace and goodness of Christ, the people of God are told to separate themselves from unbelievers to avoid their strong influence. We have talked about that all the time, about how bad people can easily influence good people. But it's hard for good people to influence bad people. It's easy to go with uh, the bad, and it's hard to stand up against uh, the good. I mean, I got it back. It's easy to stand up against the good, but it's hard to stand up against evil. And that's what God said. We have to be witnesses. We can't let the world influence us. Uh, I told you about the the, uh, the time when uh, my doctor told me uh, that uh he wasn't going to do something because of Jesus Christ. I think I asked him about uh, money to donate to the to church. But because he was a Muslim, he did not want to don donate and, did, and went on through his speech. And I had to stand up and say, nope, you're wrong in your belief. And he didn't want to talk to me anymore about that. Same thing happened in my barber shop. And I just stopped going there because he was trying to brow with me down with the word, with his uh, Quran, that this is right. You have to be the, don't let the world influence us. They are strong in their unbelief. They're strong in their beliefs. You can talk to any, uh, um, uh, I want to say unbeliever, but they have their beliefs. 
and it, they, they will influence us because they believe that why don't we believe it why don't we have the strong the the, the faith to, to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with them in our beliefs or why do we go along with them and let them have the free reign to do whatever they want in our lives this is where the holy spirit is there because when we do that we're we're letting the holy spirit down and we're letting them influence us and put the holy spirit out we got to be able to know that we are strong enough to stand we can look the devil in his eye to eye and say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We can look at individuals and, and, and rebuke them. God has given us the power to do that. Fear. Another thing that we do it because it ties in with fear, because we want in the world to like us. Well, the world is not going to like us because what? We are born again. They don't understand our language because we're talking to God. But they are still in the concept of the word, how the world uh, conduct themselves. Fear. Fear. The opposite of faith. Remember that. The opposite of faith. Why are you scared to do this? It's the opposite. We walk by faith and not by sight. Why do we stop? Why did Peter see the waves and start sinking when he was walking on water? Because fear grasped him and caused him to what? Knock his faith. Inevitable prevents the plan of God from coming to fruition. Fear will start, cause us not to do something that God has told us to do. Amen. Discouragement. The children of Israel allowed their difficult journey through the wilderness to discourage them from entering the promised land. I, I mean, I just, mm. they could have been in the promised land. But they had to do that for 40 years. And still some of them elected to stay on one side instead of going into the promised land. Discouraged. We get discouraged through the things of the world. It's the Holy Spirit that encourages us. It's the Holy Spirit that lifts us up. It allows us to lift others up. It encourages. But discouragement will cause us to water down and, and smother the Holy Spirit. The anointing. Disobedient. Disobedience. 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 God requires absolute and total obedience. Anything less, he is displeased and withdraws his spirit. Saints, obedience. Obedience. Obedience is so important to our survival. Listen to what the word of God is saying in every respect. If I told you the word of God says by his stripes, you are healed, you got to believe that. If I told you God supplies all your needs according to what? The, his riches? You got to, that's what God's word say. When you don't believe that, you're being disobedient. <laughs> when, when you go contrary to what the word of God says, you're being disobedient. Faith. Faith is our shield. We can hold the shield of faith up to quench what? The fiery dots of the enemy to try to discourage us. It says we got to be obedient to the word of God. Anything contrary to this is disobedience. Amen. And praise the Lord. Uh, we believe in God. Amen. To, to, to fix this situation and walk with her through this journey. Uh, we are just praying. 
Saints, I call on you as the, the fervent prayers of the righteous. There's a bit as much. Uh, during our time of consecration, please lift up her to be. Uh, we know the enemy going to come attacking him because he's giving his life to Christ. We know the enemy going to try to tell him this and tell him that, to cause him to doubt. Uh, we are the, the the seasoned saints, and we know we can get our prayers through. We have a special anointing. We have a word of God that said, if we know that he hear our prayers, then we should know that they're going to be answered. And that's right there in John, 1 John, where we've been studying from. So we're going to pray that when he goes through this cancer, that God will be with him, and God will guide him, and show him what he wants him to do in his life. And we ask for total deliverance. The same thing with Deacon McLean. Uh, she's coming up on her operation, on her knee. And we're going to be asking God to intervene to make sure everything is done the way it should be done. Hallelujah. And and, and that she'll be totally delivered. Amen. Uh, saints, we uh, calling on God. And uh, I'm not going to lead the special prayer. Um, I believe that we can all have our prayer and call on God right now that, uh, that he believe. I believe it. There's deliverance. Uh, I'm not there with her, but the word of God said we can send his word and his word would never come back void. Amen. It can touch his body right where he's sitting and cause him to be healed. And Herb got to believe what the word of God says. He is the almighty God. He is the one that created you. He is the one that knows you inside and out. He knows what it's going to take for her deliverance. And we believe in God. Just as he delivered us from many things. He'll do that for her. Because the scripture says he has no respect of person. What he does for me, he'll do for her. What he does for you, he'll do for her. What he do for her, he'll do for you. Amen. So we got to just trust God. I have the reassurance of the Holy Ghost. That's going to be all right. Hallelujah. So we're trusting God. Amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to be praying. And don't forget, saints. Amen. We're consecrating ourselves for the convocation. Amen. And we plan on leaving Friday. Amen. Friday afternoon or Friday evening. Amen. Uh, uh, to go down. To be ready. Uh, uh, to do whatever God has called us to do. Amen. And I think her being baptized next Saturday, amen, and he invited us to come up to his baptism, amen. I haven't got an address, but anyway, we're going to be praying for him, amen. Uh, hallelujah. I trust that everyone is uh, prepared and ready and masters got obstacles in front of them that we have not seen God move. Amen. Herb, I want you to know we're praying and you got to believe it by faith. 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 Trust God. He can turn it around. Amen. So let's pray, saints. Let's call on our God. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we praise your holy name. You are the true and living God. You are the Alpha and the Omega. 
You're the first and the last. You're the I am that I am. And Father, we thank you. Oh, my Lord God, you called our names one day. You prepared our hearts to hear your word. You made it good soil so your word found and grew, Lord. We thank you right now, God, that you had us in mind, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've done in our lives. You have proven yourself to us, Lord, over and over again. Oh, glory, hallelujah to the most high God. Oh, Father, we thank you right now, God, that you control diseases. You control sicknesses. You are in control of everything on this earth. Oh, my Lord, we just glorify you, Father, and praise your holy name. Ah, brother, as our brother Herb is going through something, he don't know the answers. He don't know the, the situation look foggy to him, God. But we're believing you, God, to remove that fog. And let him know that you are God. Touch his body. Touch the doctors. Touch the nurses. Touch anyone that comes in contact with him for care for him, Father. And let them be utmost, Lord, to do the job in the most professional way. We ask you to heal his body. Oh, my Lord, my God. Cancer is not in control. You are in control, God. And we thank you right now for it, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, to do it for him. Let us stand with him, Father God. Your words say we're too touch and agree on anything. It shall be done. We're touching and agreeing right now. Ah, my Lord, my God, this, this man, this new convert, Lord, is calling on you right now. He's calling on the Almighty God to help him. Ah, strengthen him, Father God. Strengthen his body, Lord. Oh, Father, when he feels he can't go on no longer, touch him, Lord. Ah, touch him by the Holy Ghost, Lord. Ah, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask you, Lord, God, to touch our sister, Deacon McLean, Father God. Hallelujah. We ask you to touch her knee right now. She's in pain, God. We're asking you to take away the pain. Ah, my God, hallelujah. She can rely on you, Lord. The doctor said she can't take no pain relievers. But, God, we can touch you, Lord, and you can touch her body. You can heal her, Father God. You can take away all pain, Father, in all aspect of any kind of ailment. Right now, Father, we believe in you to do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, prepare her, Father. Oh, God, let her know everything is going to be all right. She's your daughter, Father. She done called on you before, and you done done it. And we just calling and standing with her now, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that it's going to be taken care of. Father, the saints are consecrating themselves for the holy convocation. We ask you, Lord, to strengthen them. Be encouraging to them, Father. Let them know that they can still trust you, Father, every step of the way. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, rebuke the flesh. We crucify the deeds of the flesh. We mortify the deeds of the flesh. We're going to be led by the Spirit, Father, so that we can be called the sons of God. Hallelujah. We thank you right now. Strengthen the elder right, Father. Ah, my Lord, my God. Hallelujah. Let them know everything is going to be all right because of the anointing that you have on his life. Ah, my God, we thank you right now. Touch and deliver anything, Lord, that he's asking you for, Father. You know what he needs, Father. You know how to provide it. We're just, just believing you to do it, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch the Mother Smith, Father. Oh, God, put it, continue to keep the hedge around her, God. That no harm can come to her, Lord. Physically, mentally, or spiritually, Lord. Continue to keep her family, Lord. Oh, Father, continue to give her the wisdom that she has, Lord. 
increasing that knowledge, Lord. Hallelujah, that she can continue to share that word, Father, on her job, in her house, in her household, Father, in her neighborhood. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you called her, Father. Oh, my, you anointed her, Father, to do the work that you called her to do. And we're just touching the green that everything's going to be all right. Oh, Father, touch my wife. Touch my mom. Oh, Lord, as we're studying and hearing your word, God. Lord, let us move forward, Lord, in the love of you, God. Let us move forward, God, and do what you would have us to do, Father. Let this family, Lord, be what you want us to be in, in these last and evil days. Uh, heal bodies. Continue to heal, Father. Continue to move, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Father, we actually pray for Dominique. Hallelujah. We pray, Lord, that you continue to strengthen her. She has the heart of you, God. Her heart is tender, Lord. We ask you to touch, Lord. Touch and deliver her, Father. In the name of Jesus, she brought her and talked to her and witnessed to her, Father. Give her a better understanding of who you are, God, and what you require from her, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, oh, touch Jonathan, Father. Oh, her husband, Lord. Let him continue to be strong, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Let him be the man you called him to be. Let him lead his family, Father, in the way of holiness and righteousness, God. Sanctify him, Father. Baptize him and fill him with the Holy Ghost, God. Oh, my Lord, hallelujah, for you called him to do a work, God. You have to strengthen him. You have to let him know, Father, how he's going to have to do it, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, God. We praise your holy name. Hallelujah. We pray for Apostle Grant. Uh, and the saints, God, that are making their way to the holy convocation, God. Oh, give them travel and mercy, God. Let no harm come to any of them physically, mentally, and spiritually. Uh, for make a way for them, Lord. They look like finances, God. You make a way. You clear it up for them, Lord, that everything's all right, going to be all right. Let them arrive there, God, with their minds and their hearts and their souls fixed on you, God, that we can hear from your word, God. We can hear from your mouth, Lord, what thus say the Lord. Father, we thank you right now. We ask you all these things, Father, in the name of Jesus. We count it done. We count it done right now, Father. We believe in your word. We believe in it, you. Our God to keep his promises and we thank you right now and we ask you all these things father in Jesus name amen and amen hallelujah we thank God we thank God we bless your holy name we thank you in advance God for the things that we ask you for we thank you right now God for the wisdom oh my lord we thank you hallelujah 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 hey, my lord my God hallelujah we thank you Thank you, Lord, that you answer prayers. Thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We worship you for God, for you are God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, hey, God, hallelujah, hallelujah, mm, my God, my God, hallelujah, we thank you, we praise your name, oh God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, hallelujah, oh God, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Lord, I truly thank God, amen, I thank God, hallelujah, for all he's doing in y'all lives, I truly Bless his holy name. Amen.